Good morning, we're continuing Chayyot Klal, Hilchah Shabbos, Klal Aleph, and we're learning, we're going to learn Simon Dalit. Uh, so we mentioned that the Chayyot is now going to move to some examples of different ways that we can show covered Shabbos. We mentioned one, some of the ways of the preparing the house, cleaning, etc. He's going to discuss various different foods that one should prepare for Shabbos, and that would be an element of covered Shabbos. And the first one, of course, is bread. Um, now, the Chayyotim addresses the situation, is it better to bake your own bread as opposed to purchasing bread from the store? So now, if the bread from the store tastes much better than your own bread, you happen to be not such a good baker, so then the answer is the element of Oynig, enjoy the food, the, the, the food better, overrides, even though you'll get this mitzvah covered by baking your own bread, which you will get less of the mitzvah covered by buying, even purchasing some element of covered Shabbos, but getting a vow personally and baking the whole process is much shows much more this idea of your involvement and therefore your covered for Shabbos. But the results are not so, such great results, nothing personal. Right, so in that situation, it would be preferred for a person to actually purchase bread. But assuming that all things being equal, that your bread is equal or of better quality than the bed, bread you can buy from the store, uh, so one should bake their own bread. Um, uh, the Mishabura in Simon Reishman Bays, the Viralacha, finds it quite disturbing that people stopped this minute of baking their own bread. Starts and he says that the minute is that people are, were careful to do this, to bake their own bread as opposed to purchasing bread. Now the Chayyim is going to give us uh, two reasons uh, why one should do so. We, we already mentioned one, a third reason is that there's elements of covered Shabbos by the fact that you're involved in baking the bread. And that's true, the Mishabur mentions that point. The Chayyim does not really actually mention that point directly. So, Sort of just from context, it seems to me that's what he means as well. But he mentions two other reasons. One is a similar, partially esoteric concept, and one leads us into a, a, a broader discussion of certain halachas. So let's deal with the esoteric concept first. Um, we find that there are certain mitzvahs which tend to be mitzvahs that a woman does. The most obvious and common example is halachas neiris. The woman lights the neiris for the covered Shabbos, the covered yomta. Why does that belong to the woman? Uh, the key is that there should be, there should be the house should be well lit for Shabbos or for yomta. You have to picture once upon a time that they didn't have the, the artificial illumination that we have electricity, so your illumination was your neiris. So Chazal said the house has to be lit. It's it's a very d- dismal type of ex- experience to eat in the dark. So it's not covered. It's not. It's not covered Shabbos. You have to make sure that you. It's not Oynik Shabbos. Covered Shabbos. You have to let the neighbors. Who has that responsibility? Arguably, the the owner of the home, which would be, would be the husband, has that responsibility. But Chazal said, no, we're going to put the responsibility on the woman, because since the woman in general is the one who takes care of the various different events which are going on in the home, we put the key of uh, primarily on the, the wife. If the wife is not available. The husband has a chiyav. And the, for example, let's say the, the, the daughter says, I want to do it. It's actually the husband has first rights, because primarily it's actually his chiyav, and he says he wants to do the mitzvah of neighbors. He has first rights. It's his home. It's his responsibility. And he does not have to pass it off to his daughters if he does not wish to do that. 
his wife is in the hospital, his wife is not home, uh, no person who uh, the wife passed away, the mitzvah belongs to the husband. But that being said, uh, we, we give it to the woman. So another example of that is the Frasha Skala. That uh, woman makes the dough, she's generally the person who's one who's ba- working in the kitchen and baking. So she would have the mitzvah of Frasha Skala. Um, the husband says, it's my dough, it's my house, it's my dough, I want to be mafresh kala. She says, no, it's, it's her, her right to do that. If the man is baking his own bread, obviously he's going to be mafresh kala. If a person bakes the correct amount. So the Chayadim says there's an Indian, there is, there is a esoteric concept of doing the mitzvah of separating kala on Arab Shabbos. Why so? How so? So the Chayadim clarifies that idea, tying it back into the story of creation, which you will clarify in the next year. And meanwhile, have a good day.